is the Day Zero Update for September 15th, 2019. I'm Felipe Donelfo. I'm Patrick Mifflin. I'm Brandon Perkins. And I'm Chris Sologi. A bit of an interesting news week this week, actually. Final Fantasy VII Remake. There's, there is news. Yes. And it's... Good news. Quest good, maybe? I, we'll, we'll discuss it when we get there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, some other uh, fun stories to talk about, including um, a very interesting uh, KFC Titan game. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing that is now going to exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get to that and other stuff, let's uh, get into what we've been doing playing this week. So uh, uh, I'll start us off this week with uh, a whole lot of PC building simulator. Uh, as as you guys might notice, I am one of those kinds of people who like picks a game and sticks with it for a really long time. Yes. yes. Yeah. So uh, that's what I've been doing. Um, about level ten now, and I, I just uh, I've unlocked the ability to overclock, and I haven't blown up any CPUs yet. So uh, I guess I'm doing pretty good. So that's <laughs> that's been fun. Um, apart from that, well, I've been doing some emulation stuff with uh, my little Genesis Mini. Uh, finally broke down and got an 8-bit Doe M30 Bluetooth controller, and that came in yesterday. Uh, I wouldn't have talked about it yesterday on uh, on Let's Weekend, but I hadn't had much time to really play with it much. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've been playing a good deal on that controller, and wow, they, they made a really, really nice pad. Uh, it's, uh, they usually do. Yeah, I mean, they've got... Just unplug it here so I can get access to it right there. Uh, so it, it's kind of weird, because it looks a little like a Saturn and a six-button Genesis pad kind of had um, a really a really fun night out. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's got that... Uh, it's got the more rounded profile of the uh, Genesis six-button. Uh, but it's got basically the, the shoulder buttons and, well, start button layouts and stuff like that of the Saturn pad. Uh, the, uh, buttons themselves all feel really nice. They're sh- super sharp. They're super responsive. The D-pad is fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's an important thing that a lot of manufacturers don't get right. Yeah. And uh, the nice part is, is they uh, they did kind of the the same double molding that the uh, original pad does, but instead of using uh, glossy plastic uh, for the, the the insets, they just went for straight matte. Um, so you get kind of those those features, but you don't they're not fingerprint magnets. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a very nice pad. I think if you're looking for like something to play retro games with on your Switch. Uh, and you don't want to spend a whole lot of money. Um, these go for about thirty bucks. Uh, and it's a good deal. Yeah, yeah. I, the M3, they don't have analog sticks or or anything like that. They're just a straight D pad and a bunch of buttons. Uh, and they work really, really well. So uh, yeah, the M uh, M30 by Eight uh, Bit Doe. Um, it's my first from there, but from uh, them's and probably won't be my last because uh, I think I probably end up going to end up getting that SN30 Pro Plus that uh, they announced a few weeks back uh, to get the the analog sticks and stuff. So if I want to do PlayStation emulation and stuff like that, well, and still be wireless, then I can do that. So and still have a more SNES-like layout as well. So that's that's kind of nice. Uh, but yeah, that's been kind of it for me. So how about you, Pat? 
Uh, for me, it's been uh, my usual Shadowbringers, and on top of a lot of NHL 20 in a lot of different modes. Um, this series I just that NHL 20 like the modes is not what it is lacking. No. Um, no matter what it is that you want to, no matter how it is you want to play this game, it's there for you. Hmm. There's an arcade, like literally arcade hockey Hmm. uh, mode. There's an online sort of social platform mode. There's your traditional franchise and career modes and... Yeah, everything you could want in a hockey game is here, and they've just built so well on last year's game that ordinarily you don't really know that um, you're enjoying a golden age of a franchise until it's over, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that's where we're at with this. Mm. Um, There really hasn't been a better time to, to jump on board the NHL franchise in years than right now. Yeah, and uh, that game tends to go on sale a lot, so chances are you can pick it up for pretty cheap if if you're willing to wait a month or so. Yeah, um, at the very least, you might be able to find it for $40 at that point. Yeah, Um, there's Black Friday coming up, so... Yeah. No, I highly recommend uh, picking this up, um, especially if you haven't played in a long time. Hmm. This is one of those really good jumping-on points. And I'm still plugging away at Final Fantasy VIII Remastered. Um, (laughs) Because apparently you hate yourself. Yeah. Well, there is one thing that does kind of make the game better, and that's the ability to triple the speed. Yeah. Which is a sort of indirect um, improvement on the grind that is drawing magic. Mm. Yeah. So I'm... I'm definitely putting that to use and um hopefully um hopefully it'll keep me somewhat connected to the game um as I play through but oh man the, this release is such a missed opportunity for Square Enix it hurts. Mm. That's a bummer. So, yeah. Well, that's been my week. All right, how about you, Brandon? Well, uh, I finished Astral Chain, <clears throat> which is an absolutely amazing game, uh, but not without its faults. Um, I'm finishing up my review, and hopefully I'll have it up either this afternoon or by tonight, um, ideally. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so that game becomes stupid hard towards the end, mm-hmm. um, especially because... You know, it's one of those final boss fights where you've got one whole mission to do and then two, like, boss fights in a row after that, and there's, like, no rest in between any of them. Hmm. So, basically, you have to make sure that you've got all your uh, health items and stuff stored away because uh, you're about to get your ass kicked. (laughs) Um, But other than that, uh, I've... uh, since I finished that, I've been playing Borderlands 3, and uh, it's more Borderlands, which is exactly what I wanted. Um, it's 
you know, it, if you're if you're expecting something that has like completely new or something, uh, not entirely. Um, there is like a there is the fact that you're going on like other planets besides Pandora now, so you're uh, actually seeing some new landscapes and some new enemy types, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there is that. Um, it is, of course, hilarious. And uh, it is also very, uh, depending on how you view it, uh, its humor and commentary can be either uh, really funny or really obnoxious. It can be one or the other. Mm. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of, like, jabs at, like, social media and uh, loot boxes, stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. which um, it actually does have. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a great, it's a good game, a lot of fun. Um, I've only been playing it the past two nights, so I haven't gotten terribly far. Hmm. Um, I have gotten to uh, the first planet other than Pandora, and I started that last night. Hmm. Um, but uh, that's pretty much what I've been doing. So, Chris, what about you? Uh, yeah, so I finished Catherine Full Body mm-hmm. uh, last night, which uh, ends pretty well, at least from the ending that I got, uh, which was one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not seen – I read the wiki page for like what the others are. And it seems like there's some good variety in terms of the outcomes. It's not just like, oh, it's the same ending, but now the other Catherine is what, swapped with the other Catherine you're using, or you know, they don't just swap them out. Uh, with mm-hmm. generic endings, so at least that seems uh, pretty good. The and yeah, Vincent kind of owns up to his own bullshit mm-hmm. uh, by the end, uh, in a weird way. And the way all the revelation stuff goes down is just real mm-hmm. weird. Um, but yeah, I'm probably gonna work on a review for that. Uh, hopefully, get that done by tomorrow. Uh, play some Gears Five since that's uh, up on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been pretty good so far. It definitely seems like they kind of came into this not really knowing what to do with the sequel mm-hmm. uh, for this game. Because uh, at least so far, uh, what I've gotten is the so there's like this little robot that follows you around, mm-hmm. uh, helps you out with things, uh, and sort of after the the initial sequence, he gets destroyed and you get a new one that mm-hmm. lets you upgrade it mm-hmm. as you get mm-hmm. these components for it which just allows it so it's able to retrieve like weapons or ammo boxes that are out of your reach uh stuff like that um and so you can upgrade it to like oh you can pick up heavy ammo or heavy weapons stuff like that uh it can revive you uh give you more uh also you can use it to kind of uh flashbang the enemies mm-hmm. sort yeah. of uh blind them for a few seconds give you a chance for some easier shots that sort of stuff. It's like a interesting little addition to the thing, but I know they have a new like open world hub thing mm-hmm. where there's nothing in the game in the open world itself to do. You just travel to areas to start that next mission. So kind of even less than what like Halo Three ODST had in it. You're kinda of at actual combat to do in the in that open world. It's more of just a place for like story exposition and just give you a little downtime between missions, I guess. 
Um, and from what I've seen with the, I dipped my uh, toes into the multiplayer stuff and looked up the, uh, all the things they have there, and it's very much like a hero shooter, like an Overwatch or a Destiny 2. Hmm. Kind of feels like they wanted to dip their toes into that uh, style of game, but not enough to really matter. And so I've definitely seen people that are kind of uh, not super happy about that stuff. Because hmm. it's gone beyond just the pure combat to having these different abilities and different characters. And of course, they have their tie in stuff. So I think there's two Halo uh, ODST characters in there. Mm-hmm. I think ODST or Reach, but there's uh, like skins you get, at least from the Game Pass version of the game, uh, that are. ODST uh, related for that. So ODST or Reach? It might just be Reach. I might be thinking the wrong thing. <laughs> uh, but there's also Terminator Dark Fates mm. uh, stuff in there as well, like banners, blood, blood sprays. I think they call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Sarah Connor is in there. Is one of the hero characters you can use for the multiplayer stuff, mm. uh, as well as uh, one of the Terminators. Uh, the metal Terminators, not the Arnold Terminator. Yeah, uh, he's on the the swarm side, so the evil side. And yeah, it's kind of weird with all that stuff in there. Hmm. Uh, and I know there's a way to get, I think, the wrestler Dave Batista in there, uh, which is dumb and silly and kind of awesome. probably the best. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's that game seems like it's going to be fairly divisive amongst fans, I assume. But uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I'm going to put some more time into this and kind of keep checking it out. Hmm. The combat seems all solid. Uh, just uh, working my way through the game so far. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I'll play more Rocket League. Uh, working on the challenges for this week and. Some of the previous weeks, uh, so far so good on that. And uh, I've been playing more Celeste since that free update is out for Chapter 9. Yeah. Which I'm nowhere close to seeing that stuff, because I'm like halfway through the game. Mm. Uh, but I'm still playing that and enjoying it a good bit. Uh, that game's a lot harder to play when you only have two Joy-Cons. <laughs> like the Joy-Con grip for, the, for a separate controller. Yeah. Unless you're playing directly in handheld mode, so... Uh, it was a good time for my pro controller to die. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's still a really good game. It's on sale right now, I think, for half off on Switch, so ten bucks. Mm. Uh, well worth getting that. And uh, yeah, that's been largely it. Alrighty. Uh, so let's get into the news stories of the week then, and. Uh bit of an announcement uh ea has put anthem on the uh ea access slash origin access vault um mm-hmm. seven months after release um a lot yeah. of people are just kind of saying oh my god this means the end but it's like yeah seven months after release that's about the time that the most of the new games would how quickly anyway. yeah most of them go on there like yeah. madden goes in it should be around february yeah which is less than six months from now yeah uh, same with NHL and some of the other stuff will go on that quickly. I think I'm not sure what else is on there. It's been recent. Like I don't think Battlefield Five is on there yet. No. But uh, 
Yeah. That's about the time they do it. They, they're fairly aggressive with putting their stuff uh, on there. Yeah, and it's usually about six months, and that's... Unless you're using Origin Access on the on the PC, in which case you usually just get them day to date. So, yeah, Premiere. Yeah, yeah Premiere. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, enjoy. <laughs> if uh, maybe this will bring players in, who knows? Uh, it, it might be what the game needs, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll have to download this and check it out. Yeah. Uh, another news: uh, Apple announced Apple Arcade. Uh, it's coming. Uh, well, watches a little later this week, September nineteenth, yep. I think. Uh, for yeah. uh, five bucks per month, and it's got about a hundred games and stuff on the service. And they during the event they shut off a bunch of them. Uh, there's definitely some stuff that looks really neat on there. No, uh, so you need uh, let's see, an iPhone, iPad, iPad Touch, Mac, or Apple TV. Yeah. To play them, which it's going to be the thing that kind of limits the audience. Yeah. Well, you have to have some limit, as in like every iPhone <laughs> owner in the world. There's millions of those, yeah. tons of them. Um, but as far as like people that are coming from the the console or PC space or Android space, like yeah, I'm not spending hundreds of dollars. Check out a five dollar service. No. Um, but might yeah, make still... the Apple TV relevant again. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they've got a, a bunch of stuff here that they announced, and there's definitely some stuff that people should definitely check out if they do uh, want to check it out. Uh, there's like a new Choo Choo Rocket, yeah, uh, with like more of a 3D puzzle aspect to it, mm. uh, but also a multiplayer mode in there. Looking down this list, and there's some stuff they tried to claim as exclusive, and then it got announced for like PS4 and Switch. <laughs> Whoops, uh, that was real weird. Uh, thing to see. I think it's. Uh, see if they got the list. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find it on the list here. Sayonara, Sayonara Wild Hearts, mm. uh, which is from Annapurna Interactive and Samogo, mm. uh, which they describe as like a pop music album game. Essentially, like the it's a very artistic game, but full of a lot of like action and such that you could take lots of screenshots and it could be a an album uh, cover for uh, a pop music album yeah. sort of thing. Um, but yeah, like Shantae and the Seven Sirens is going to be on there. There's a skate game called Skate City. Yeah. Not EA Skate, but a skateboarding game. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Sonic Racing is going to be on there. Uh, there's a Steven Universe game that'll be on there. Let's see what else is on here. Uh I want to say, yeah, Overland is on there. There's Pac-Man Party Royale. Yeah. Uh, which is like a four-player battle mode game. Kind of like a... There was a Pac-Man like, multiplayer game back in the day. Yeah. Uh, seems like maybe inspired a bit by that. Uh, Ocean Horn 2 is in here. That's sort of Zelda clone game. Uh, what else is here? There is Lego Brawls, mm-hmm. which is a 4v4 multiplayer game. Uh, Lego Art House. What the heck is this? Uh, oh, it's like an adventure game, I guess. Yeah, that's weird, but that's pretty cool. Uh, Jenny LeClue, which is an adventure game series. Uh, Hitchhiker. Uh, Clay's got a new game that hot lava hot lava game they've been working on for a while. Yeah, that's going to be on this. Uh, eight player multiplayer. Uh, I believe Q Games is working on a Frogger game for Konami. Yeah. Uh, Frogger in Toy Town. 
yeah. yeah. And Bayon's doing the music for that. Looks good. Uh, so that's going to be really good. Uh, and also there's a, a new game in the Enter the Gungeon series called Exit the Gungeon. Yeah. Uh, which is like a dungeon climber uh, that looks pretty neat. Yeah, there's like a, a good bit of stuff here. Stuff that I would classify as being like uh, you know, your typical indie game on uh, consoles. Yeah. Especially maybe like last gen level of that yeah, uh, sort of stuff. None of this is the typical stuff you would think to find on mobile. Uh, yeah. So that's that kind of gives me uh, an idea of where Apple seems to want to take this. Um, yeah, but it also says a lot that they weren't really bringing these games to the Apple platforms on their own. Yeah. Like Apple had to kind of work to get these people on board. Yeah. Oh, they uh, had to these kind of the games. Money. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's uh, it's got potential if they if they keep it up, but it's you know it's another subscription service, and this one is very yeah. Apple-y. Yeah, I love how they yeah. had that one slide where, like, at the lower right, they basically had uh, respects your privacy because apparently they needed a sixth icon, so they just stuck that one in there. So, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really apply to anything there uh but yeah it's i don't know I mean, dad had thoughts um he's like totally into the apple universe and he's like well i don't know <laughs> i just don't know so because yeah. i mean he might be into the apple universe but he also owns a switch and yeah you know it's, it got lots of game, lots of great games on the Switch. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a, a Mistwalker game in here too. Yeah, Fantasian, uh, created by Hironobu Sakaguchi. Yep. So you got the a lot of interesting stuff here. Yeah, there's a good deal of variety there. That's the yeah. thing that uh, that I got to hand it to them for. So. Yeah, seems at the very least like this is stuff that even if it's exclusive to uh, Apple Arcade, it'll probably come to consoles later on. Yeah, I don't think the exclusivity is like uh, permanent, and I think it's a timed. Yeah, I don't um, think they would have this many games if they, they wanted permanency. Yeah, because they're supposed to like uh, rotate some out every now and then, stuff like that. Yeah. So, so we'll wait and see uh, when it comes out on the seventeenth. I think Dan Reb's going to try it out and see what he thinks of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, a little more later. Uh, another news: The UK report came out uh, talking about loot boxes and pretty much said, "Yeah, they're gambling." Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and this, and if you go through this report, it kind of reads exactly like a Jim Sterling script. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those one of those things that makes me just wonder if like they didn't just look at all of his videos and just say that. Well, uh, I mean, he kind of did all their work for him. Yeah. So. Yeah. But what's particularly interesting is that uh, the one thing that they challenged was uh, a lot of people will defend loot boxes as saying, well, they're not gambling because you can't cash out. Uh, and this report specifically uh, specifically went after that defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm. so their basic point of contention is, well, uh, if, that's, if that's the criteria, maybe the criteria needs to change. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the video game industry is about to be in a big world of hurt uh, yeah. if they don't start <laughs> changing their uh, changing their ways soon. And it will be self-inflicted because 
That's usually these things. I mean, are. people were warning. It's like, look, this is going to happen if you guys don't, you know, realize what you're. You know, you guys don't take the freaking hint. Yeah. Yeah. I, I specifically love that uh, the the report um, actually called out EA's bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that was brilliant. It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter what you want to call them. Yeah, they're still gambling. So yeah, it was a. Uh, it was a it was a nice read and a long one. Um, so yeah, I'd recommend checking that out if you got some time. Because uh, yeah, we're gonna have uh, some interesting times going forward. Because if the UK does this, well, chances are this kind of legislation is gonna go elsewhere, and well, that might mean that uh, these. Um, really crappy monetization practices in 60 plus dollar games might end up coming to an end or being more transparent or something but yeah yeah we're not going to continue this way that's for sure no hmm. so and they're going to have and a lot of these companies are just going to have to straight restructure themselves somewhat because uh you know giving all you know the reason all of these loot box mechanics are in there is so they can get more money out of players, and most of that money goes to who? Yeah, just uh, the publisher. Yeah, and the investors. and who specifically in the publisher gets most of that money? Yeah. The executives, the CEOs, the board yeah. of directors. Yeah, executives, investors, the people that don't. The have actual to do developers anymore. get very little of it. Yeah. So. Uh, so we will wait with bated breath on this one because, uh, yeah, this story's not over. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh, another news KFC is releasing a Colonel Sanders dating sim because this needed to exist. Uh, uh, yeah. And it, what? Yeah, it's pretty weird, but it's called I Love You, Colonel Sanders, a finger looking good uh, what, date, dating simulator. Yeah. Which is weird. It looks like it's, uh, I forgot the, the daddy simulator. Dream Daddy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it looks very much like that. Like they're mm. going for that style. Except Dream Daddy uh, is actually funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the developer of this, I guess, has made a few other games. Uh, mm-hmm. see. They made a VR game called Kismet uh, and another game called Camp W, mm. which I guess is also a dating sim or a visual novel. Mm. Oh, you know what this reminds me of? Remember back uh, a few years ago when Burger King decided to release a bunch of Xbox games? Yeah, I have those. <laughs> They're totally dumb, but also kind of fun. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but see, those kind of worked because the Burger King himself is a <sighs> very creepy <laughs> and also funny character at the same time. Hmm. Uh, Colonel Harlan Sanders was a real person. Yes. Like, he actually existed. Yeah. And, uh... I want to say that since, you know, KFC is such, like, a major deal in, like, Japan, Hmm. that this would kind of make sense in that context, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Is there any like details on release date and stuff like that for this one? Uh nope. September 24th is out. Yeah. So, eight that's days. about it. Hmm. I don't know. Um 
we'll see. This might be one of those. It's just so weird. It might be interesting to play type games. Mm-hmm, yeah. but you never know. Uh, so we'll move on from there. In other words, uh, DBZ Kakarot will be out January 20th of next year. Uh, 17th. 17th. I missed it by three days. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So another game early on next year that you got to check out. Yeah. Yep. Well, if you're a DBZ uh, fan anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and I guess they revealed at to- uh, Tokyo Game Show that they're going to also have the Boo Saga in this. Mm. Uh, I don't know how much of the Boo Saga. Since I know some people kind of split that up a bit uh, between the, like the first half and kind of the the, the second half with Little Boo, Kid mm-hmm. Boo. Um, but yeah, that's uh, it's quite a bit of game to go through. Yeah, it's uh, it's like all of the Dragon Ball, basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's definitely not something that that I'll be taking a look at because like the Dragon Ball kind of thing just passed me by. Yeah. yeah. I, I just tried again and I just couldn't get into it. So I was like, yeah, well, okay. Some things just aren't for me. Uh, but yeah, well, this will probably do pretty well for Namco Bandai. So uh, Fighter Z was massive success. So I don't see why this wouldn't do well. Yeah. yeah. They got some weird uh, special editions for this. Like there's a season pass, I guess. They're going to add some more stuff mm-hmm. to it, which I don't know what that all is going to be. Yeah. This isn't a multiplayer uh, game, though. No. Hmm. It's just uh, an action RPG. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, the there's also an Ultimate Edition that includes, let's see, there's like cooking that you can do in there. Okay. Uh, which is weird. Uh, and a unique aerial vehicle uh, for in-game called the Tau Pai Pai Pillar. Mercenary Tau's pillar that he flies on. Okay. Which Goku doesn't need that. Yeah. Most of the characters don't need that, especially as of DBZ. Yeah. Most of them can fly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's also a collector's edition with a diorama, mm. uh, art book, and steel case. So it's different ways of getting it. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. Uh, what's not so cool is, uh, well, some players in the Call of Duty Modern Warfare be- closed beta have... Uh, Kind of found some placeholder screens that uh, indicate that there might be loot boxes coming, to the surprise of nobody. Nope. <laughs> and what did apparently, we just get finished talking about? Yeah. Apparently to the surprise of them only, because uh, yeah. Activision, yeah, they're the ones that threw uh, yeah, loot boxes and microtransactions into uh, Crash Team Racing a month after uh, mm-hmm. they launched, so that was great. Uh, oh, this is the Call of Duty thing. They've been doing this for several years now. Yeah, they say they don't, and then they do it, and then yep. people just buy it anyway. Mm. Like, that's what they ended up doing with the last Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, there were basically no bullet boxes or very little loot boxes, and then the game was out for a couple weeks. People turned it on, and, oh, look, loot boxes. Yeah. So. Yeah, they even did that to their remaster of uh, Modern Warfare. Yeah, which didn't uh, need it. <laughs> Yeah, which didn't have it originally, and it's like, okay, it's real weird that you guys need to put this into this game to make money off of it when you're requiring people to buy a special edition just to get it in the first place. Yeah. They also put crafting in there for some reason that nobody yeah. understands. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the this is where Call of Duty is right now. It's just uh, kind of a mess of a franchise. Um, mm-hmm. 
still making a whole lot of money, but I don't know for how long. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, next up, Final Fantasy VII Remake has a classic, and I'm putting quotes behind that, uh, turn-based battle mode. So apparently, um, the E3 uh, demonstration that they did didn't go over so well. <laughs> nope. Um, so they're uh, apparently going to be adding an optional mode. Uh, we'll have, uh, I guess it's semi-turn-based because the, the trash attacks just, uh, that will yeah. build your ATB just kind of happen automatically. But mm-hmm. everything else is like, uh, is going to be menu turn-based menu. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Kind of a bit more like... I, I watched the TGS video. Yeah. Um... You still have to manually select your character, which I don't like. If they can fix that, then I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's looking a bit, you know, a bit more promising at least. Uh, I mean, even the, even the manually selected character thing, I could probably get used to, but yeah, you know, I would prefer just being able to like cycle through them automatically. But yeah. Uh, it still looks gorgeous. Gotta say that much, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Put on a new trailer showing off more stuff from that whole first area. Which yeah, we actually get a look at the Turks. Yeah, um, what they look like. We also get a look at that that one dude that you may remember is the one that you know Cloud has to dress up and address. Corio. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, so they're still doing that. Okay. That's... Interesting casting there too. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't know. This uh, I was completely out before, but now I'm like, okay, I, I can consider it maybe now. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe as more information comes out, uh, it will become something I consider more. Uh, but we'll we'll see. If you didn't know, Mark Hamill got the role. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, well, he's not doing Star Wars anymore. So, yeah, got to do something. Uh, Next up, uh, what do we have here? The PC version of Borderlands 3 is a complete mess. Mm. And because the Epic Store doesn't have any way to uh, send feedback, the Borderlands 2 forums on Steam have been bombarded by uh, <laughs> by, by posters. Yeah. Uh, oh, dear. Yeah, yeah basically this uh, actually happened to a lot of... This apparently was also an issue for some reviewers... Yeah, well, the reviewers got a version that was way earlier than Yeah, it was retail. definitely a beta. <laughs> yeah. It was like a complete clusterfuck. Uh, they just got, they didn't even get a code for it. They just got an account with it on it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we're not even going to trust you to have to, uh, you know, uh, give you a code. We're, we're going to just make an account and then we're going to give you those credentials. And then, then that's all you get. Um, not a good look, really. Nope. Yeah. Uh, but it should be pointed out that every single Borderlands game that has launched on PC has been a hot mess at launch. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing new here. Um, the only the only part to this story is that uh, you can't complain about it on the Epic Store. Uh, oh. So, yeah, people are complaining about it on the Borderlands 2 Steam uh, forum. So. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, complaining quite loudly. Frame rate dips, crashes... Uh, Weird graphical glitches, just mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of a mess. So 
yeah, I expect Gearbox to be working uh, a little bit harder on that particular version just to get it to a point where it's playable. Because, uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, apparently the console version is actually pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I need to actually hit that. Anyway, uh, I just thought I'd bring that one up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you remember the Capcom, uh, the the play system that they're they're launching the soon? The ugly, mm-hmm. yeah. The Capcom logo with joystick sticking out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's now going to be a Neo Geo version of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, it actually looks like something that I would want to own. Yeah. So it's going to be uh, well, kind of a plug and play console with uh, 20 built-in games. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a there's something retro. Yeah. <laughs> a plug and play. Yeah. A little yeah, diagram. Plug it into a PC or a or wait, yeah. yeah you plug it into a PC or one of those nifty Neo Geo mini consoles by USB. It's a standalone arcade stick controller mm-hmm. for that. Or you can hook it up uh, to your TV via HDMI and sort of play the games that are built in. Hmm. Um. It also seems like it has a good amount of features in it as well, because you can plug in those uh, the controllers for the Neo Geo Mini yeah. uh, into this yeah. uh, could, for use on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also has mode switches, platform switches, so you can play like the uh, the console or con- uh, arcade version of those games. The mm-hmm. minor differences they might have, uh, as well as like Turbo and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, built into the stick itself. Mm. Uh, games they have not revealed yet, but I assume they will at some point before this thing's released. Yeah. Price they haven't revealed yet. Mm. No. Yeah. But it's going through Game Monkey, mm. who I guess made the uh, what those little mini consoles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, yeah, it might be actually affordable. Uh, I mean, if the stick is decent, then, yeah, this will probably be pretty pretty worth having, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And you got to pick the right 20 games. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to have at least one KOF on there. Yep. Uh, I assume you'll get at least one of their major franchises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe some homebrew stuff, because uh, the stuff that NG Dev Team has been doing is phenomenal. So, yeah, that'd be a nice thing to have for, on there if they... Uh, if they ever chose to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, looking at that. And it seems like we're... Uh, I thought the whole mini console craze was over, but uh, no, that's that's, uh, that's not a thing that's uh, ending anytime soon, it looks like. Nope. So. Not, as much, not as long as they're getting as much money from it. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Uh, we'll follow this one for sure, because I, I love everything about Neo Geo. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, speaking of stuff we love, uh, Sega is bringing Virtual On Masterpiece 1995 to 2001. All election. of the Virtual On, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yes. Except Mars. Yeah. To the PS4 in uh, Japan. So far. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I suspect people are going to yell very loudly very soon. Yeah. <laughs> that we want this over here. <laughs> yes, we do. Mm. Very much so. Yes. Please. Yeah, forty bucks effectively for uh, the three games: Virtual On, uh, the, the original, then Oratorio Tag Grab, and then Virtual On Force. Uh, so all of them will have network play, because mm-hmm. um, well, that's kind of the point of the game. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, it's it's a good direction for Sega to be going, honestly, with the, the yeah. Genesis Mini just about to come out and uh, this. Uh, maybe they're starting to learn that maybe they got a lot of uh, untapped potential in their vault that they uh, need to start tapping. Yeah, uh, they've kind of figured out that, you know, that all of their, they've got all of these great old games that were, you know, because, you know, we don't really have the mid-tier anymore. It's not a thing that we've got. And, uh, you know, uh, Sega has a lot of those Hmm. in their library and uh, definitely a lot of people who'd want to play them. So. Uh, and Yu Suzuki did recently imply that he might be returning to Sega to work on Outrun and Virtua Fighter games. So, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of something that got under the radar yeah, somehow. Somehow, yeah, because that's uh, I mean, they're just they're wrapping up Shenmue Three. It's it's yep. almost done. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's going to have something though. He's going to have some free time soon. Yeah, he was asked about a possible return to Sega for those for those franchises, and he said, "Yeah, I might have something to talk about soon." Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this particular incarnation of Sega is is showing signs of life, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, what else we got? Uh, so we now know what that weird Nintendo ring thing was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh... it's it's like gonna. A weird, like, fitness RPG adventure thing called Ring Fit Adventure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be out October 18th. Uh, includes this weird, I guess, two rings. Uh, it's called a ring con and a mm-hmm. leg strap. Uh, you put a Joy-Con in each of those and sort of tracks movement and such for the in-game thing. They put out a trailer alongside this showing it off, and it actually looks kind of cool. What it is. Um, and yeah, like as you're doing things uh, in the game, you're kind of doing lots of different kinds of ex- exercises to fight enemies and such uh, and get around. Uh, also have like separate modes for just doing quick stuff. Mm-hmm. If you don't have time for the full game itself. Mm. Uh, but they also have a neat mode that I saw that is uh, it's kind of like a, an apartment mode. Where it takes out the stuff where you're like stomping on the on your floor. Uh, <laughs> Smart. <laughs> if you need to do that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, kind of some smart stuff like that. Mm. Uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it'll be eighty bucks for the bundle. It comes with a game, the ring, and the the leg straps. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, we're we're going to live in a world soon where people are going to be running around with uh, Joy Cons strapped to their legs. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, this is just going to be normal soon. So um, get ready for it, folks. Look, if it gets people out and exercising, it's a it's good it's a it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The weird part is the trailers suggesting you want to do this with family around because uh, that's what people like to do is to get hot and sweaty with their kids and their uh, parents together right um, okay I think something was lost in translation there because that doesn't make any goddamn sense <laughs> um, but yeah 
I give it to Nintendo to just do the really weird off the wall stuff because mm-hmm. yeah, uh, when they hit with that, it's they hit big. Uh, when they don't, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> gotta gotta hand it to them for trying. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see how this one goes. Uh, finally, we'll wrap up uh, because my voice is about to die. Uh, with the Pokemon Sword and Shield site uh, teasing a new Pokemon who's apparently glitched to fuck. Mm-hmm. Is it the return of missing, though? Mm. I don't know. It's um, it, The description has blanks in it, so that's that's nice. Um, the picture is all glitched out. And, yeah, I, I can't really make out what it's really trying to be. Um uh, mm. But I guess, you know, that's probably the entire point. Yeah. See, it looks like a bunny with a giant green penis sticking out of its forehead. <laughs> okay, now now that I've seen that, I cannot ever unsee that. Uh, well, I'm just looking at it for the first time, and <laughs> I mean... Well, I mean, if Persona can have Mara... Yeah. 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 It's like... I, I would I would laugh if that was the actual Pokemon and not just a glitched out image. <laughs> <laughs> and th- that is something game that the uh, Pokemon company would do. I was about to say Game Freak, yes. but that's technically you know not quite them right anymore. So uh, yeah, so Pokemon Sword and Shield is coming out later this year, uh, and people are well, really, really looking forward to it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a full-on Pokemon game for the Switch. I mean, yeah, yes. that's gonna sell buttloads. So, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anybody have anything else they want to add before we wrap up for the week? I know it's a bit of a short show, but uh, yeah, circumstances. Nothing really coming to me. Yeah. So, all right. So, I guess we'll wrap it up. Uh, I'd like to remind everybody that uh, you. If you haven't subscribed to the show, you can do so at uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, or your favorite podcast aggregator. Or you can go over to uh, anchor.fm slash Update, and you'll find all the links there. Uh, you can also check out smashpad.com. Uh, Dan Reb's got an opinion piece on uh, Apple Arcade you can read, and our last few reviews are there. And expect uh, there's a review of Control going up any minute now. It might be up by the time you hear this. So check and out. my Astral Chain review should be up in the next couple of days. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, there's there's going to be stuff on the site there for you to read. Yep. Content. Yes. Yes. Uh, so uh, for uh, Patrick Mifflin, Brandon Perkins, and Chris Sloji, I've been Filippo Donolfo, and we'll see you next week.